Yeah, he was he was a one of a kind. Yeah, they, and you know he was you know he was legit because they killed him off and made him look. They discredited him. They ripped him off. They did him so wrong. That's why you know he was a good guy. I know. You know he was actually doing his thing because the way they treated him. You know, and what's what's sad is um, let me see here because we um, I gotta I'll make sure I get all the listeners back because we got cut off. So I gotta. Let me go ahead and just report yeah. it again. Yeah. They they still have to. I think they're, they're still. We had a, a bunch of listeners, so they just everybody dropped off, unfortunately. So I'll just wait until they can come on and, and let them know. Yeah, I got to do something yeah. about this program, dude, because it, it's a great program, but um, it's done it uh, on me a few times where it just kind of just all of a sudden it clicks off. And you know, I tried. I don't know if you ever. I tried the the, the program that comes in with uh, within YouTube, like the the live caster, but it sucks, man. I've I've done lives on it. I've never done it with anybody else, but I to, like, I'm telling you, my my the guy I do my show with, he uses Streamyard. Yeah, it's never dropped us. It's very good, and you don't have to have your face. You can turn your camera off, and it. It's the same thing. It's called StreamYard, right? Yeah, it's called StreamYard. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's free. I'm, I'm gonna look into it. Um, and that, and that it's compatible with YouTube, so it it runs well. It's got its own like little studio, all that. I mean, you'll be able to do your thing. We don't yeah. have problems with it. And then me and you will be able to. You can send me the link, and then we can talk backstage about the show before we go on you know and talk about it and then you know we can text each other on the app at really you can do all those can things but us so yeah you can, yeah like so the chat will be going and then we can have a chat and we can talk into you know enter talk into the chat also and then we can have our own conversation so i could say hey doc what do you think about this let's talk about this next or you know whatever we could talk on the side oh that's um, awesome in a, you know well, what is it? What is the name of that application? Streamyard. Okay, one second. Let me just do some. Um, I'm gonna, even though we're. Hey guys, how are you? Uh, we, uh, <laughs> the Nephilim, uh, are culpable uh, of dropping our <laughs> our show. Uh, my computer, uh, the program that I'm using right now, went cahoots, uh, and then um, it got dropped twice. You know, it's a free program, uh, so I don't blame it much. But yeah, it completely like just died on us. So I had to recreate the second. Um, the sec, sec, well, the second hour, if you will, of, of, of a show, and I'm quite happy because we're having, you know, having a good time. We got our co-host Tim, and we're this is the longest show that I've done, and I'm uh, I'm enjoying. I hope you guys are enjoying it too. So welcome back, and um, and yeah, sorry sorry about that drop. That was unexpected, but you know, everything in life sometimes things come unexpectedly. Um, 
So yeah, we were go, go ahead, Tim. Um, what were we we were going? Oh, we were ranting about uh, the the fossilized this, trees, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about uh, whether if we could fathom the fact that some sort of mountains could be fossilized stumps. Yes. Fossilized uh, stumps of like uh, tree. You know, again, I respect everybody's opinion and beliefs. I I tend I adhere uh, myself and Tim. We both, uh, and it wasn't planned. We both adhere to like biblical truths. So according to you know, we believe that there was an uh, Earth behaved a certain way pre-flood than it did after the flood. Um, uh, and according to a lot of research, uh, there, there had to, there was more, um, there was a canopy over the earth, which maintained the earth warmer. There was a high, higher concentration of oxygen. And so all these things lent, uh, to things to grow on proportionally, uh, higher, uh, than normally. So plants today that we get up in the hundred feet, 100, 200 feet, uh, these giant trees, you know, pre-flood, uh, they could have grown, you Makes know. Makes total sense. Yeah. Because the firmament above was holding all the water and holding exactly. a lot of the life was above us. Exactly. So, so things, yeah, that makes a lot of, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's there's theories also that they say that um, you know if if you buy an iguana today and you keep the let's say the iguana was able to live for like 50 years, that iguana would probably grow to like 30, 40 feet. So pre-flood, uh, people lived longer and uh, animals had a better condition. So an iguana could be, you know, 70, 80 feet and people would then would identify an iguana to what we call dinosaurs now. So it, they could have just been animals that grew larger than than, than the normalcy. You know, that, that's just a theory that floats around, but it's a theory that makes sense if you think about it. It makes ton of sense because I don't believe in dinosaurs, but I have heard that lizards, I believe, or dragons? Was it lizards? Were in the Bible? Lizards? Uh, dragon, dragons too. Dragons and lizards. Yes. So, um, could they be referring to that? Sure, know? sure, not, of course. Not too sure. Um, but, you know, not to like totally get off topic, but like as far as dinosaurs go, like my whole reasoning is like, Again, I think like the Smithsonian, I think they hold the truth. They're never going to give you the real truth. Mm. And I don't, and I, and I correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't, I don't believe that there's dinosaurs with real bones in these museums. You're looking at replicas. Yeah. You're not looking at the real thing. And you know, and, you know, I don't know. I, mm. I, I think they could, you know, they, may find a giant bone that existed in it, maybe in Antarctica or something that once was in another part of the world or something and they call it a dinosaur. But right. I don't know. I, I, I'm skeptic. You know, I'm a skeptic of it, but that's just me. So I don't know how you, would you stand there. Well, I'm going to create I, a... You made me... I'm going to... I'm going to create a quote right now. I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say... In the Smithsonian, they have the truth, but they don't display the truth because they have all the stuff hidden away. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's same with NASA. Yeah, they have you the know, truth. I don't, they, 
I don't know if they have it, but they sort they don't give us the real truth. No, they don't. They hide it away because it's more convenient, you know. And now, you know, now that we're talking about Smithsonian, I know for a fact Smithsonian was going into Southern Ohio and going into where the the, the Serpent Mount was, and they were going into people's excavating people's fields and taking bones and stuff. Really know that for a fact i know that people i think you can look this up people uh it was like 45 minutes for me they found giant bones and the smithsonian came and took them damn and they never put them up oh you'll you'll never see them again man no and i and i i remember maybe if it was art bell or if it was george i can't remember I remember somebody calling and saying they had found something and I believe it was George that said don't call the Smithsonian or maybe it was Art don't call the Smithsonian don't call the peep don't call call you know whatever one of their specialist guys call one of us first let us come check it out before it gets taken away oh that's really smart that's really smart. That really stuck with me. I remember like Peter Davenport, or it was one of those guys, you know, and it really stuck with me. Like they were, you know, that makes sense. Like get this documented before you call the people and they're going to come take it away forever. You know, that's, yeah, that's pretty, yeah. That, that's, that's very smart, dude. That's very smart. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have ever thought about that, but it's true. Just to kind of give you the, the, the seg- hey, call us, we'll investigate, and then you can call, you know, somebody to take care of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That's cool. So, I mean, and then, you know, so then <laughs> while we're talking about firmament, I know we're kind of bouncing around here, but they're all kind of, they all go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your, how do I say? I hate using the term flatter because that, I don't believe the Earth's flat. Okay. Yeah. Now I don't believe that we're on a spinning ball. Okay. Mm-hmm. NASA told us we were. I don't believe that. Uh, so I don't believe that the Earth's flat. Like you know, you're gonna fall off the side of the Earth or something. I believe like more like what you said before. With you know, when there's a firmament above us. Right. I think God created the earth, stars, the moon, the, the sun under this firmament. And I think maybe the way out could be from below. Yeah. But I just uh, don't see taking a spaceship and going up into space. I don't buy that. No. I don't buy that. I, don't, I, I personally believe that the firmament that was uh, spoken of in the in the old testament and the i remember remember they also sp- spoke about underwater fa- under there was underwater fountains right the fountains of the deep okay. you remember the fountains mm-hmm. of the deep so i think all those okay. things were all things were there uh they were there in presence for the great flood so once the great flood happened you had the, the you know the waters of the deep burst and then you had the firmament, the water that was above the heavens, come down, and that way you were able to flood the earth. But once, once the, you know the flood occurred, then I don't think we have water anymore. I don't think we have any firmament. We just have our whatever layers, uh, you know, are above us. Um, so you think the veil is broken, allowing us to go explore? 
Yeah, up. yeah, I don't, I, yeah, I don't, I don't believe that. Uh, you know, there's people that think that the sun and the moon are very close. I don't, I don't believe that because um, it, it is. There's a lot of problems when it comes to, uh, you know, when it comes to um, to to events, for example, that we have in the sky, such as like eclipses. Um, right. You know the the timelines uh, between darkness and light. Uh, as far as like you know, you have a uh, countries that are you know they're lit because light doesn't stop. But there's a lot of models for the flat Earth where you you have a and you, you basically have a straight line of, of darkness and that doesn't occur. I mean, if you have a sun that high, the whole Earth would be illuminated, right? Right. So right. no, that's why I said for yeah. You know, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm not a flat earther per se. I'm an anti-glover. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm more of just like, I don't know, right? Right. So I, have, I, I will have blind faith in my creator and my God because I know in my heart with faith of that there's something greater than me and I don't need to question that. That's just given to me. Mm. But... To um, say, oh, well, I believe this man knows, oh, the Big Bang Theory, you know, Earth was created because there was a Big Bang, boom, even though that was a Catholic priest who came up with that theory, you know, it's another topic, but um, I just don't, you know, I, I, I just, unless I was there, I don't believe any of it. Right. Any of it. They don't want us to know the truth. They don't want us to know our origins or where we came from. Even, you know, as much as I believe the Bible, you know, I even have to question a lot of the Bible because, you know, man, you know, there's still the Dead Sea Scrolls. There's still other, you know, the Book of Enoch. There's other, there's other documents that was never put into the Bible. And, you know, you got the Council of, what is it, Nencia? The, the um, Ni- Nicene Council, yes. Yes, you know, and you know, it was a group of people that decided what was going to be in the Bible. Well, be kind of, yeah. And, and, you know, and that was, look, look, that was told to me personally from my priest, you know, uh, it was from the deacon, actually, because um, when I heard about uh, how Easter came to be, or how, how we have Easter, okay, okay, um, it blew my mind because I, I uh, a girl I was t- talking to said, you know, how come Easter falls on, you know, like I always, it, I didn't realize it. How come the Easter was on the 20th and this year it's on the 2nd? And I'm like, that's a really good question. Um, being that if somebody were to have a death date, then you sh- like should have a death date, right? Yes, exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't change. It doesn't change. It should be on this date. Like, Christmas is, even though, you know, I would get, I mean, I don't believe, I don't think, I think he was born in September, but that's another, again, another show. But, um, yeah, so, you know, um, yeah, they just, it's just, I feel like unless I was there, so basically I say when I meet God at the pearly gates, I'll find out, am I on a globe? 
are we, sp- or, you know, but I don't worry about it so much, but I do feel like they don't want us to know. Yeah, definitely. Where we came from, who, De- and they want to leave that space out there to take God away and to give us this thought that there's just so much more out there that it's just millions and billions and all these other things when I think it's way less intricate than what they're saying. No, I totally agree with you. Um, Again, I respect everybody's opinion, everybody's entitled, and that's how we should all be. We should all uh, respect each other's opinions, and we should listen. You know, we we, we can behave uh, better than politicians. (laughs) I think... We're, you know, and, and, uh, yeah, I mean, agree to disagree. That, that's, that's, that should be one of the golden rules. Um, I'll tell you how I feel and then, um, I should be able to listen to how you feel. And then, you know, I, you always going to learn from somebody's experience, right? If you have an open mind, if you are so close within your own system of belief, uh, you're going to lose a lot because you're, you know, we're not a hundred percent. Uh, infallible as human beings, right? Right. So, yeah, to think that you know everything right. is pretty narcissistic. It is yeah. very narcissistic, and it's very, um, it's just immature. So, you can listen to somebody that you disagree with, but I bet you anything, you are going to learn something interesting from that conversation, and that's what, kind of at the end of the day, that's what counts. You, you just, you, you know, you, we, we're just bags of experiences, right? Yeah, we're, we're, we're and just, that's what this—that's what this show is, and that's what art was about. You know, is everybody being able to express their how they see things and what they're going through, and not judge and not not and no matter how outlandish some of the things people said, it was you know they're you know to be able to go with an open mind. Yeah. And, yeah, I want to. So, uh, one time, I one one thing that stuck with me that Art spoke about, um, and I'm kind of like gonna paraphrase it, but basically he said, "I want to create a show in which you know everything is fair game as far as discussion, in which there is respect, and I, I will never laugh uh, at a guest or at a story, regardless of how how far fetched they are." And, and, and I, he stuck to that. And he stuck to that because there's 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 never there, sometimes art like you can tell him he's like fed up with a guest or fed up with a caller, but he would never disrespect somebody or or laugh at somebody when they call with something that was outrageous, you know. Yeah, and, unless they wanted to get a laugh, you know, unless they were like, well, I, you know, right. But so he wouldn't he was like disrespectful. Yeah, like disrespectful. somebody wouldn't call and be like, "Hey, I saw a ghost." Be like, "Hi, I know you did, and I can't believe you said that," you know. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So that that creates a safe environment because listen, listen, Tim, and, and you and I know this. A lot of people are afraid to share this uh, when they experience something abnormal because they don't want to be laughed at. Um, just the same way that people tend to keep trauma in people that have suffered trauma, they're afraid of judgment. They don't want to, you know, it's, it's things that are very deep for them and things that they, you know, that has happened and they're very, um, you know, they they're very traumatic experiences. So they don't want to call somebody. Um, now Tim Tim left me. Uh, they don't want to call somebody who um, who's not going to. Hello, Tim. Hey, Tim. Hello. So, yeah. 
So, yeah, so you know, do, we, yeah. So you're not gonna. These, so people are not gonna want to share something that's important for them, and it's a traumatic event, and have somebody make fun of it. You know, that's that's not what the what art missions uh, was with its colors, and that's not the, the, what we what we want to emulate. We want to generate. I a, agree. Yeah, we want to generate a safe space where people can call us. Uh, you know, with their yeah, with their stories, man, and just uh, try to make sense of them. Yeah, it doesn't matter what politics you have; it doesn't really matter. Your story is your story, and uh, everybody can learn from everybody. You know, everybody can learn from somebody's story. I've learned that over the years, and I agree, it's a beautiful thing. You it know, is. And, you know, to talk about how Art started that show, you know that he did political before that. He did. He was a he was a political analyst. He and was. I remember Art saying. He, he he hated talking politics so much that that's why he started that show. Yeah, the way they were they were so uh, negative and mean and cutthroat. He said he would never do that to his people. Yeah, I think he he had like one call where somebody called with a with a strange story or something, and he stuck to that format and and he generated an awesome genre that. Uh, I mean, who doesn't Do you know like... what the call was, by any chance? No, I don't, man. I, oh, I'd love I to hear that. The call that, that made Art Belt... Switch, yeah, change, that, that's know? classic. No, I know that when yeah. he was uh, when he was in the Army, uh, or he was in, in Vietnam, I think he had like a... They, they had a, a, a pirate radio station that they would do... Um, that they would actually broadcast like music... Uh, then you know he was always an avid uh, fan of like uh, shortwave radio, and ham radio, and, and ha- yeah, ham yeah. radio. And then he moved in from the end. So low, so it wasn't. Uh, it's just something. It's something that it's like. For example, like this show. You know, this show it takes. It, it's a call-in show, but we barely get any calls yet. But then it, it kind of takes a life of its own. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, same with every one of our shows. You never, you know, he has a topic. He says this, and then, all right, here we go. Exactly, and it does. It goes in many different directions. And uh, I, I, George Nori, this is not a knock on Nori. I mean, a little bit. He can't do it. Like he can't, he can't do it the same. No, He's not the same. I don't. I, I. I listen. I listen to Coast to Coast. Do you know, you know, not to, you know, do you know who Clyde Lewis is? Oh, is he like one of the guest hosts? No, he had a show called Ground Zero. Uh, oh, yeah. His name was Clyde. He was my favorite. Him and Art Bell were two, my two favorite. Uh, it, it, I think he has cancer. He's something, he's sick right now, so he's not doing shows at the moment, but the show Ground Zero is still going. No, but, I, I think I've... You mentioned, um, you actually mentioned a few minutes ago, uh, the British guy uh, that does the same sort of uh, Art Bellish kind of shows. David Icke? Yeah, David Icke. Icke. Yeah, I listened to him for a while. I like that he's a well-spoken guy. Um, what, what's your opinion on, on, on David Icke? I like David Icke, honestly. I mean, like, they want to discredit him because he said some a few quacky things in his life, but... Uh, for the most part, I, I like David Icke. I, I can agree with 75%, I would say, at least, of what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, 
he's well spoken and he was a very good guest and I would say when when he was on in the 90s he was on point when he talked about secret societies and he talks about all that stuff he was on point I think where they started and I, and I don't know if it was a psyop was when he started bringing up the reptilians and the queen once he brought them up I believe that's where his whole credibility started to get slandered really hard. So I don't, I don't buy into the like the hate towards him or the discredit because of that. I, I like the guy personally, so um, I think it was some sort of maybe psyop to discredit him because he was definitely trying to expose the 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 the, the royal family. Oh yeah, I'm. Uh, for some reason, I, I the, the whole reptilian thing just uh, personally turns me turns me away. Um, me too. No, me too. And that's really? What would make you want to not? Yeah, I don't. I don't believe that stuff for nothing. I mean, that turns me away too. <laughs> that's funny, and dude. That's what made me not not want to listen to David Ike until I listened to his '90s interviews with Art Bell. That's... And I go, wow, this dude isn't as bad as I thought he was. To be honest. <laughs> Yeah, dude. That when they cut when he like uh, what's this guy's name, dude? Um, goodness gracious, this guy that got in a lot of trouble. He got sued. Um, Alex Jones. Yeah, Alex Jones. Dude. I, I mean, it becomes intolerable. It becomes unlistenable to everything's a conspiracy. Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's fun to hear conspiracies, and and, and then but see what he does is gives you a lot of truth. And yeah. then says a lot of weird stuff in between, and I think that's kind of what David Ike did. Uh huh. And it's like, it's like they give you a lot of truth, and then they have to say some really. I don't know if it was because they're. I hate to say it now. I'm saying it was a sign up to expose them. Now I'm saying now because they're government shows. Whatever. Are they saying these things to sidetrack you to make you know like Alex Jones said a, a lot of stuff when he was talking about the. Uh, the the chemicals in the water that were turning the frogs gay and all that type of stuff yeah, that, the AZT and all that that's real stuff but then they turned it into a meme you know they turned it into a meme oh they're turning the dogs you know yeah I don't know I don't, it, it's weird man what, what, they, sometimes it just kind of go really really kooky man when it comes to things like that like William Cooper is another one I think William Cooper is the truth. I think uh, he was very on point. Really? And they did the same thing to him. Do you know who William Cooper is? No, I never heard of William Cooper. Oh, man, have you heard of the book The Pale White Horse? Yeah, we talked about that a few shows ago. Okay, that's William Cooper wrote that book. Um, he predicted 9-11. Really? He predicted... Uh, AI, he's predicted, dude, I, we just did a show on him recently, and he has predicted so much stuff, he predicted his own death. Really? He said that they're gonna come, they're gonna come kill me, and he ended up getting, he had a shootout, they tried to get him for taxes, just like they're going for Alex for, you know, the, the Sandy thing, you oh. know, um, how can you owe billions of dollars to something that never really, you know, whatever. That's so. So, I don't know, man. You know, uh, but William Cooper, I believe, was the real Alex, what Alex Jones 
wanted Agency to could be. Yeah, yeah, what? he was the real deal. He was the real deal, and they 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 shot him dead in his in his front yard. Really? Now the old yeah he was he was murdered, and he said he was going to be. Now the only thing with him that got me and like with David, like with Alex, he was he believed in aliens. Okay. So it kind of throws me off, but you know I. Everybody has their thing, you know, and but he was very on point with like the government stuff and uh, like the societies and uh, Bohemian Grove and all that sure. type of stuff. And like sure. he was on point with all that. I mean, he was he was very good. So, yeah, I look into William Cooper, man. He, he's a uh, just watch his interviews, man. He has a nostalgia to him. He has an aura when he speaks that, you know, that. that that uh, you feel every time I do, at least when I hear him speak and I hear all the truth, I go, "Man, they shot that guy dead right Whoa. in this front yard." Yeah, that's you know, he, he did. Sh- he did shoot a cop. I think he did shoot back. <laughs> oh my but, gosh, that's so crazy! But, but they they did. They went after him. He knew they were coming, and he's you know I, I can only imagine if there was social media at the time. Uh, think it was honestly. Think it was in two thousand, right before nine eleven, and he was the one that predicted nine eleven and said Osama bin Laden was going to be involved, and they were coming out with a conspiracy about it. Dang, dude! I know. I never heard yeah. of that, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. So there's there's figures out there that tried to do you know the thing. With, there's one guy that survived it all. I believe that was Art Bell, and even with Art. His death has a little mysterious to it. But if you, if you remember Art, there was uh, there was I think it was the early two thousands when when they kidnapped Art Bell's son. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. No. I, at least refresh. You know, you can. So they Art kidnapped his son. Yeah, Art went off the air for a few months, maybe up to a year. He Art had a a son from a previous marriage. Uh, and the story goes that a teacher kidnapped him and actually, uh, you know, uh, sexually abused his son. And uh, he had told uh, his he had told Art Bell that he had AIDS, that the teacher had AIDS, and he, he infected his son. Yeah, I'm surprised Art didn't get a six shooter and take care of that right then and there. I know. No, it was it was crazy, man. I distinctly remember wow. that. So that kind of makes sense where he was off the air when he came, is that when he had his little hiatus there for a minute and he, he came back and everybody's had, like, welcome back. He had a few, uh, he had a few hiatuses. That was, um, that was one of them. And, um, there was, I think there was issues also with the whole coast to coast. Yeah. Uh, what's his, what's his, um, beef with George? I know I've heard him personally make fun of George on, on the air. Yeah. Um, well, George was originally um, George Nuri was originally. I, I guess that uh, Art Bell would have. Right? Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't know the exact. Okay, I don't know exactly what happened, um, but it's, it, it could have been uh, maybe Art when Art Art uh, Art retired and then George took uh, over full time. Maybe Art wanted to come back, and they didn't want, they didn't want to give him uh, the show, perhaps. 
Um, Could be. And then he came up with what? Midnight in the Desert? Yes, he came or back. Was that? Or he had a bunch of... So, remember, uh, he had a... I love Dreamland was my favorite. Yeah, he had. I love Dreamland. He had Dreamland on Sundays. He had Midnight in the Desert, uh, and there was a third. There was another show that he had. Um, that he also had. Maybe if we go to the lines, uh, go to the text, and see um, see what people say if they remember. No, they're not posting yet. Um, let me see here, because I wanted to... There's Midnight in the Desert, there was Coast to Coast, and then there was one more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched that one often. That's the one in the 90s. Yeah, it was one in the 90s. And then Art, Art Bell, too, remember, he, he, he retired a bunch of times, so um, he will come yeah, back, retire, yeah. retire, so I don't, I don't know the, I have to look into it, but I don't, I don't know the real beef between, uh, between them both. Uh, what about his last show, his last show, are you familiar with it? The one okay, with like, Main, Maynard in the Desert? Oh, no, yeah, his no. his final episode, his final episode, literally, they, it's, uh, it's, it's titled Final Episode. Yeah, um, that's when he handed the reins to. Well, I think Heather Wade took over after that. I don't know if. Well, he, no, he, yeah, but he, he. It was when Trump was running. It was right before he passed. It was he had maybe Heather had taken the reins, but he still would do shows every so often. Yeah, I and don't. And his final show was when Trump was running against Hillary. Um, and he would talk about the Donald, and he called him the Donald. The Donald, and <laughs> he called him the Donald. And I'm not gonna lie, he was he, you know, people were giving him crap, but he was a Trump guy. He liked Trump. Okay, so I I know um, actually the the, the the last so it says here on December 11th, 2015. So on July 20th, 2015, Bell returned to his new show, Midnight in the Desert. The show aired in the Internet Dark Matter Digital Network and on 45 stations uh, from 9 to midnight uh, Pacific Pacific time. Uh, and he was also transmitting the show shortwave. Uh, on December 11th, so a few months after July, six months, um, Bell permanently stepped down as host of Midnight in the Desert due to concerns about his family's safety. He had reported multiple instances of someone shooting firearms are at or near his property in the fall of 2015. Uh, and that's when the show Midnight in the Desert continued with new, the new host, Heather Wade, uh, with Bell making the occasional guest host appearance. Um, shortly after Bell's death, Dave Schrader became the host. I like Dave. I like Dave Schrader. Yeah, Dave. Dave. I, 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 oh, Wow. Dude, I'm having an epiphany here. I used to listen to Midnight in the Desert all the time. Yeah. I didn't even, it didn't even register to me that was Art Bell's show because <laughs> it was Dave Schrader was the, didn't even register to me. That's crazy. Yeah. And so, I, like, I like Dave Schrader. I like, I like, so him. Did I. I like him as a host. I did too. I like, and I even liked, um, I liked Heather Wade uh, a lot. I was actually, it's funny, yeah. I, I was friends with, uh, I was friends with he- Heather Wade uh, through Facebook. 
and that's when the whole debacle came out because Heather Wade uh, was actually forced to quit, believe it or not, uh, by listeners. Really? By listeners, yeah. So what happened was... Why? Was it because of her beliefs? Uh, no, so, no, no, don't worry about it. So Heather Wade was the director of the show, uh, I think for a few years. Uh, and then, you know, she took over the reins uh, for Art Bell. And so what happened was there was a lot of harassment. A lot of people would har- harass Heather. Uh, and then what, what, uh, what actually was like the final nail in the coffin was uh, somebody found uh, pictures of her in a compromising um, wear, if you will, uh, and sort of they, they, they posted those online, and, and that was like, the, um, that was the end for her. And the internet sure can ruin a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, so... I, 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 you know, that's sad. Yeah, so they found some pictures, uh, some stuff that she had done in the past. I mean, nothing, nothing too graphic. It was modeling, but it was sort of like, uh, how do you call the um, provocative? Yeah, provocative, uh, like bur- burlesque, if you will. Okay. And so, so like, not naked, but you know, in her undergarments. Yeah, yeah, it was sort of like uh, your nineteen forties Betty Page. Yeah, I actually went to a burlesque show for my buddy's birthday. Yeah, it's, I mean, and it's, it was on Halloween. It was on Halloween too. Right. So and it was really, it was really fun. It was cool. So that's part that that's what uh, kind of distraught her. Uh, the fact, you know, the 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 length that some people would take to to be so pity and to um and to kind of crazy. Yeah. People could call and talk about getting abducted by aliens. They could call and see Bigfoot. And you could call and talk about anything, but by God, you wear a burlesque outfit. We gotta get you out of here. Unfortunately, you gotta go. unfortunate. So, Unfortun- so that's Sorry. when, yeah. So that's when Heather, Heather, to totally uh, disappear from any kind of media. And so, what I was saying though was, so in the last episode that Art did, that I'll say just. Uh, you you can look it up. I don't know if you posted it on your on your channel. Yeah, I do have it. I, I do have it. Um, he, he did you notice that he was really leaning towards? And I know this. And I know this. If you listen to his episodes, and it sounds like you have, he did not like the Clintons. He did not like Bill Clinton mm-hmm. all throughout the nineties. I mean, he showed his displeasure for Clinton for that whole nineties. Um, but he was definitely going towards the Trump side. Do you think that these gunshots, these oh. people, could have been provocateurs? Because oh he was, wow, I never thought about that. People dude. really, and then he died because of uh, pills and stuff. And I and I thought that was really um, at the time, and I still do. I question those. Like like I questioned Prince's death. Yeah, in in, in regards to in regards to his death, I think that I think that the story that we're told is exactly what happened to Art. Um, unfortunately, I don't I don't think there was any like craziness behind the scenes. They want to kind of do away with him because um, I don't know. Already out the scene, anyways. Yeah, he's kind of already out the scene. You know, I don't, I don't really kind of stick to that story, but um, yeah, we maybe he got to somebody the wrong way, you know, or maybe I mean, there's so. 
I I just have this. I look at him on a pedestal where I just think he's smarter than that, you know. But he does talk about using uh, certain pain medicines and having pain and stuff in his shows. Yeah. So maybe he did mix him wrong or whatever. But I always thought, man, what it could like because at that time a lot of people that had a lot of uh, say were being silenced. I mean, they really were. So I was, you know, I always said, man, I, that was the end of an era, you know. Um, and there was a famous guy named Mike Trevisano in Cleveland. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. he passed away also that same year. And... Give me, give me one... I, give me one second, buddy. Hold on. Okay. Sorry, dude. My, my, my girls are having a sleepover and they're going bananas. So I had, I, I, had, I had to go lay down the law. What were you saying? Uh, I'm sorry, I cut you off on, on the, the, the I cut, what was the name of this gentleman that you were talking about? Uh, you know, I don't even remember where, where I was at. Uh, well, you were saying there was another guy that was, uh, that passed away sort of mysteriously? Oh, Mike Trevisano. And he was, he was like, uh, he was known as Mr. Cleveland. I mean, like, he, and he also was exposing the truth at the time, big time. Mm. And he passed away. There's no, they, they said he, look, man, they, I, I'll never forget the day. I mean, to this day, Art Bell and him are two guys that I go, whenever something really crazy happens, I go, man, I wish they were alive so I could hear what they, what they have to say. Oh, wow. You know, I would love to hear their opinion. And uh, he went to his meeting, did the pre-show, and then just died right before the show. And, like, they never, ever gave a reasoning of why he died. Now, the callers and a lot of people I know in Cleveland kind of want to associate it with him getting the uh, jibbity-jibbity on his arm. Oh, Um, you know, so a lot of people think that that's what did it. Uh huh. Um, so not not too sure about that, but I find that really weird though. Like a lot of these people either got silenced, aka Alex Jones, um, or got knocked off. Yeah, um, but I mean, there's a there was a lot of things uh, that Alex Jones are pretty inflammatory. That has he kept, you know, if he had a good rapport with people, not only a good rapport, but let, let's say that this guy had been, you know, not full gun ho about like tragedies and going all, you know, conspiracy theories on on what happened. Uh, I, I think people would have given more of a benefit of a doubt. But sometimes, you know, words do carry consequences. But right? I agree. I agree. But um, his fight, what he was fighting for, I, it wasn't a conspiracy. My, he had proof, mm-hmm. and he was dead serious on what he was fighting for. And they silenced him. And you have a right to your first amendment no matter what your opinion is yeah no matter how egregious it is i mean if you watch la you're you're in california watch la city council watch their city council every day or tuesday wednesday 
what is it, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, I think it is. Tune into there, watch, watch, you know, it's, you can say whatever you want. People come in and say the most egregious stuff. Sure. You have a right to that First Amendment. No, you should never be, you know. But, uh, but, but by, this, by the same token, you can't go to a theater and scream fire, you know? No, no, but if you scream fire and there is a fire. No, obviously, obviously, but what? So, like, if he's screaming this and he has proof, but they want you to be quiet, um, because, like, you know, a, a lot of people can say crazy things. Sure. And then nobody gets paid no attention to it. So the fact that they would take him to court and try to muzzle him, to me, and I already look you know look more into it it would say hey they don't want this guy to talk because or he's a government show and they're using him to discredit things you know i don't know you know there's only a few ways you could look at it but i always stand with somebody no matter like we said no matter how egregious your opinion is you have a right to it true and we you know and if you come with proof and people say this is offensive well guess what it's also offensive that you use certain people and certain age groups as patsies so what side are you on you know and so it's like people want you to dislike him for what he was fighting for but what he was fighting for was the truth and then they throw things out like the frogs are gay ACT <laughs> yeah. and all those things and discredit him from what his real missions were and he had a lot of good things and that and I feel that's the thing with David Icke and uh, you know a lot of these people um, nobody's 100% right we said that you know nobody knows all the truth you know but some people are you know tuned into certain things yeah you know and and I believe where Alex's fight was I believe he was sincere, and I believe he was. I hate and listen, man. I, this isn't me trying. Don't judge. And I, I think a lot of people listen to this understand this. Anyway, I think he was. I think he was right, man. Really? I do. Yeah, man. I because see the thing is, you can't go research it right now and try to go get the facts because it's been scrubbed. Mm. But at the time, he was coming with actual proof. He was going into court hearings and taking them to court and exposing it in court. They didn't like that. They didn't like it. So they came back years later and did this to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he was sincere. He had lawyers. He had, I mean, he was really sincere about it. He wasn't just doing it for a ploy. Um, this was pre-Obama. Or no, this might have been during the Obama, you know, during that time. But the whole point of me saying this is, is I've I've watched and went through it all. It's like it's like nine eleven. You know, you, you you can have your opinion, but if you lived during that time period and you watched the internet, you were able to find gem videos, mm. and you could get a really good opinion on things. But those videos don't exist on YouTube these days. No, or yeah. if they do, you've got to really search to find the truth yeah it's all been clean it's all been cleaned up yeah so it's hard for you know you know it's hard right now even with that like so with that you know it's hard to go back and fact check anything we say because um it's been scrubbed but if you have a memory and you remember all this stuff you know 
there's there's definitely something to it. Whether I know whether I'm a I'm not a denier or a believer. I don't think Alex is right or wrong. I think there's something to it, and that's just that. And I will say this too. One other thing, real fast, is that I like the flat Earth, like the 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 trees that are um, you know chopped down to the stumps that are mountains. I discredited these those things at first. Right, but I also discredit the fact that the government would use children like that. I never even wanted to even look into it because I thought that was so outrageously egregious. Mm. And it took me about a year or two to really do it. Right, right. But when I did, and that's what really woke me up to how to the whole what they're doing to the children thing. Hmm. That for me, that was my my eye opener for me. So I don't know, you know, you could go ahead and say it's a negative thing or he was so bad, but you know, he woke me up to how evil these people are and what they will do to push an agenda. Sure. And and that nobody really matters. And it and it's the same concept real fast. You know, and get up, but you know, there's the remember the Challenger that exploded. Oh yeah, dude, I I know what you're gonna say. You're gonna say that all 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 the people have they either had twins or they have people that look exactly like them. Yep, same with that. Yeah, those dude, kids that. Thing at the Super Bowl, there's there's you know, so you, you know. Yeah, that's a trip. The, the the Challenger thing is it's trippy, dude. Yeah. I mean, so, that what are the twins? Yeah, what are the coincidence? I mean, what are the chances that all of these guys they either had a twin sister, or they had somebody that looked exactly like them? Or yeah, that stuff is. We should do a show on that. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, I agree. They play with your emotions. It's it's uh it's uh using it's a it's using fear to control people, and using your emotions. So yeah, we should definitely do a show on that. That's. Very interesting stuff. Definitely, yeah, man. Go down some rabbit holes. Go down some rabbit holes there. For sure. For sure. But yeah, man. Um, overall, though, you know, again, I don't... I, I, I don't think I know. Mm-hmm. I just have my opinion. And I'm always open to, to hearing different opinions, you know, Um and I'm always open to change my opinion. Now, that one in 9-11, it would be hard to change my opinion because I think I've done adequate research into it to where I've come up with my own conclusion. Now, I would love to hear new ones, but I, don't, I mean, I guess I could ask you this real fast. I don't know how much more time you got, but what do you think about the plane theory for 9-11? Um, I haven't researched it enough, to be honest with you. Um, I haven't researched it enough, man, to be honest. I, I, I tell me a little bit of, of uh, maybe I can pick up some, tell me a little bit about, about well, the plane theory is that there weren't actually planes that hit the towers. The plane theory, and this is where I, this is where I stand. And I was actually at ground zero, um, within six months after it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it was maybe drones, like some little drones. 
that might have. But if you watch the videos, like the home videos, I'm not talking about the stock footage from CBS. No, I'm talking about people standing in their apartments, recording from their apartments, the buildings, and you hear all the people on the ground that were recording. You see the people recording the first responders, the very first people that were on the scene before even the first plane hit. Okay, there's video of that. All you hear is an explosion. All you hear is the firefighters say there was an explosion, not a plane hitting. Yeah. Never was there a plane hitting. Never did they find the black box. Never did they find the wing. Never did they find the tail. Never did they find anything. But they did find the passports from the hijackers somehow fell from the airplane (laughs) onto the CIA's lap. But they couldn't find the black box or any part of the airplane whatsoever. Yeah, it's pretty so good. So that, that being said, I mean, I have a little bit of common sense, you know. That being said, I kind of got to question that one. And then with, you know, the Pentagon, um, if I'm not mistaken, you can't go take a leak on the side of a building in the Pentagon without 9,000 cameras being on you and no, getting caught. that's true. Right? That's absolutely... And how come there's not one video of an airplane hitting the Pentagon? Yeah, well, the there, there, there is the, there, there's the there's side one. there's the side shot, but it kind of cuts off, right? <clears throat> it's, it's from a gas station. It's not from the actual Pentagon. It's from a gas station. No, there, there's the a, a, th- there's a shot of, of uh, no, there, there's a shot no, from. It looks like a rocket. It looks like a missile. I mean, it looks like a missile. Th- there's a slow motion. There is a shot actually that, that it's from one of the guard doors. It's from a guarding uh, guard station. Yeah. And, and did you did you see a plane or did you see a missile? Well, you can't really make up for what you can't really make out what it is. Um, one okay, second. Okay, so let's just keep it honest. Let's yeah, check it out if you can. But let's just let's just use common sense here. Right. A seven thirty seven, a big giant plane with hundreds of people on it were to fly into your local corner store. How many videos would you have of it? Oh, no, thousands. <laughs> but, but We're talking about the Pentagon here. We're talking about literally the most fortified building in the United States. Sure, sure, sure. No, I, I agree with you. But then you have... So... Okay, so... um. But then you do have eyewitnesses of people that were that were, that were in the freeways or that were in the roads, and they saw the plane fly right over them, though. Well, they could have had planes fly over them. Now, here's what I heard. Here's here's a theory that I heard. Uh-huh. I don't know if this is true. Obviously, I did hear recordings of it, though, and that was there was a flight attendant. So one of the planes that supposedly crashed. It, this is the theory. Now, this is the theory. I heard the planes got swat switched. Okay. So they had actually landed a plane. And so the plane where everybody called home, where they got the actual recordings of them calling, and that supposedly was it Flight ninety three, maybe. Yeah, you mean the one that when they were, when, they were uh, when the when you had them calling home and and checking in with their spouses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. If you do your research, and I don't know if we could find it today, maybe. 
But a flight attendant left a message to her boyfriend saying that it was um, a setup and that they were on, like, she was, she whispered it, like, you know, this is a setup. Like, we're not, she was saying it wasn't true. Really? And what the theory is that they had landed the plane and I, who knows what they did with the plane, but they had landed the plane, had the people call. And, you know, the, obviously that the, the, the Mossad is the Israel Mossad was there prior setting up, you know, explosives where the plane supposedly hit. And if, if anything, there was a, you know, a drone. And then I also heard um, hologram. And well, I, I mean, okay. What makes the most sense to me, what makes the most sense to me, though, is that it was filmed in a studio like the moon landing. And they showed that on the news over and over and over and over. But then that's for, more right. For example, you have uh, you have these guys that were uh, there, there was a couple. There was a team of guys that were actually doing a documentary on a fire station, right? And they are the ones right. who ca- he who cut the first airplane. And uh, you know they're 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 checking out. Uh, they're with fire guys checking out these things. All of a sudden, they hear a huge noise, bump up the camera, and they see the first plane hit. And you can tell it's a plane. No, was it a was it a seven thirty seven or was it um, uh, like a remote control plane though? Because like again. When you see the the second plane hit that goes through the building and out the other end, mm-hmm. that's not possible. That 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 isn't even physics. Okay, an airplane flying in the sky is like a pop can flying in the sky. If a bird were to fly and hit the side of a aluminum plur a plane, it could dent the plane like a can and make that plane not be able to fly straight. And to be able to take that plane and fly it at the amount of speed that low to the ground and to hit that target and to go through it, a steel, all right, to know that the building that they hit is a fortified steel building that was built to not fall. But do you understand, um, for example, the architecture of, of the of the World Trade Centers, they didn't. They, they had the, the structure was it was like an exoskeleton. It was an outside structure. The inside of the buildings only had the elevator shafts. And the reason they did that was, wasn't there like really thick. Steel no, 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 no. About two feet apart on the outside. Yeah, but once, but you you're penetrating the outside with a full force. Uh, but my thing is that they the, the the structure of the twin towers the way they 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 built it that certain way was to increase the floor planning, so you could have like you would add like you know the square spacing was it was insane, so you it, it would be uh the exoskeleton the whole thing that held uh the, the World Trade Center was the outside core in the middle you just had the elevator shafts, and so if, well, if you still if you but if you once fly into Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no. So it's not like your building where you have, it's not your typical building layout where you have most of the inner structure supporting the, the building in the middle of the building. This The core supporting the structure was actually on the outside. It was the outside. Right, and it was right. made out of... That, that, 
it was made out of steel so i don't know man i think you could you could definitely have with that velocity you know these were planes that were recent i mean they were fully fueled right because they had a long flight they were coming to la um god knows what, what how fast they were flying when they were flying so I, I think it's plausible that the plane could actually um but but i don't i don't know if it was i don't know if it was uh i don't know if it was the plane going through the steel or if it, if it was actually the plume but we saw the Yeah, no, that's what happened to the the plane that landed in the in the um, what you call it? That's a plane that landed in, in the, the in the in, in the Hudson, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. But also remember exactly. the the some of the planes. One second here, because I'm looking at one of the footage. Um, I mean, this is. Yeah, I, I don't know, dude. Like I said, I haven't. I I don't. Um, I don't like to commit to something that I haven't uh, fully investigated. You know. Right. No, I'm not asking you to commit. I'm not. I, I was just wondering if you had an opinion because, like, I'm. You know, obviously, you can tell I'm not even looking at anything. I've. I've spent hours and hours of watching every home video. Every video of the re anything you can right. of it, and the storyline and every you know the the fact that Tower Seven or Tower Eleven fell yeah. without even being hit. Yeah, towers that, that was recorder. building that was building seven. Building seven fell, never was even struck. That had all the records in it, and BBC News reported it falling. And in the background, it was still standing. <laughs> and I think it was 20 minutes later, it fell. I mean, there's just too many, you know, again, I don't believe in coincidences like that. Too many synchronicities for it to not be what, you know, you know. So, and, and, it's, and it's kind of, you know, we're, we're talking about this now, right? It, it, it was... It was a setup so that okay, wait, what, they go to war. Let me. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt you because we have a huge uh, bunch bunch of comments, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to neglect. Oh, yeah, yeah, catch them. Yeah, sorry, dude. Catch um, them. let's see. Uh, okay, yeah, Dark Matters, Trump twenty three. Dark Matters was the name of the other show that that Trump had. Thank you, Rafael, Dark and thank Matthew, you, JD. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Let's hear yeah. Johnny Bracchioli. He says, um, "I'm a retired fighter fighter." Thank you for, I consider that service. So thank you for serving, uh, serving uh, Johnny. I was down at Ground Zero on 9-11. Uh, so this is a first-hand account eyewitness. Um, he says that they were, play, uh, they, they, were, they were playing parts. They were playing parts all over the place at Ground Zero. I see them myself. Um, and then JD says, uh, what do you think about Building 7, Johnny? And says, uh, the collapse on its own also... There was a Con Edison power plant in the basement of that building, which would have caused a lot of problems with caught on fire. A lot of people aren't aware that there was, uh, there was that. And then Jeannie Bottle says, when I first saw the footage, I thought it was a film trailer. 
Then Johnny comments, uh, also a major structural damage from when the South Tower collapsed. Uh, that cost, uh, so okay, so he's, I guess he's saying that there was uh, structural damage to the South, from the South Tower into Building 7. Um, That's what they say, tubular, but they, they also have footage of them saying he was pulled yeah. in the building. Like, well, tu tubular pulled. construction makes it weak, okay. The floors were also, uh, truss construction would make it weak uh, under heavy fire, I, I agree with that. Um, many... uh, just to comment on that one, I, I'm curious, just to comment on that comment, there's buildings that were on fire that had the same structural, and there's like, there's a, uh, I think there's like over 200 architects that got together to disclaim that, and there's buildings that were on fire for days that never fell in their well, own footprint. Well, jo Johnny also commented, he says, is what looks like explosions at the impact point was just yeah, air, air, exactly. air pressure blowing but, out from the floor collapse. You know, Johnny, why don't you give us a call? Um, give us a call. I am at a 95, well, I'll give you uh, the other number if you want to call. Um 951-977-6499. Uh, go ahead, call, uh, Johnny. We will be. It would be nice to have a an amicable, agree to disagree conversation with you since you were there. I mean, um, and you were Absolutely. a fireman. Yeah. So call us. I would love to hear first hand. Nine five one nine seven seven six four nine nine. I would love to have you on. It would be an honor to have you on, and I would like to. Um, just kind of get your point of view of this whole thing, uh, which and would make the conversation. My opinion with the with the plane parts that were found, I didn't say that there wasn't any planes. I said that there was probably drones. Uh -huh. They found a black box of 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 a of a not a seven thirty seven. They found plane parts that were from like a little private jet type. Right. They didn't find seven thirty-seven plane parts. That's not true. And that's yeah. that's not true. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I get. I'm. I'm not. I wish. I, I wish no, I was. No, no. no. I'm, I'm just telling you from what I know that unless something's changed in the last uh, twenty-two years, I don't think that 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 that's the case. Sure. I would love to know. I mean, if that's the case, then I mean, cool. I, I mean, I would love to know. Like, dude, I was there. I saw seven thirty-seven parts. I, you know. I would, you know, I wouldn't discredit you. I would like to hear that from somebody because I've never heard that from any any of my uh, recollection. Yeah, Johnny, go ahead so, and give us a call, man. We'd like to talk to you. Nine five one nine seven seven sixty four ninety nine. Yeah, this is a is an interesting topic i mean um you know and then again how much i mean may, maybe they found a lot of stuff they just are not releasing it may, maybe they found the black boxes but there's stuff in there that may be sensitive and they don't want the public to know ah uh, but you're just like they killed osama bin laden and they threw him in the damn ocean before anybody could ever see his body but you have I to you have know. to consider the the possibility no, 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 no. I can consider it. You know, you know what is trippy about that mm -hmm. is there was something paranormal to it, or something very, uh, you know. If does everybody, do you guys recall in the chat? Do you recall the smoke coming off of the building? The faces that were forming in the smoke. Yeah, I know you could look it up because we did it. We you know there were so many different 
crazy evil faces that showed up in that smoke. And okay. Um, so th there, there's a th that's called uh, pareidolia. It's actually a, it's a human tendency to perceive something familiar in an inanimate object. So when you're in the bathroom and you look at the tiles, sometimes were, the patterns will make a face. You know, yeah. you yeah. can. So I, I don't I, the whole thing about like demon faces on the smoke. I mean, yeah, smoke can take all kinds of shapes. Like if you and I went out right now and we made a fire and we take pictures of the fire, I'm sure we can find like 50, 60, 70 faces of stuff like that. Right. Well, the one, the the one. I'm talking about in particular was uh -huh. an actual, I mean, it's, it was on the cover of a newspaper. I mean, it was like, had horns and stuff. It was really creepy. Yeah. But at, when East Palestine, that, that train crash happened here and they blew, they blew up and there was that giant explosion. They had the same. So I agree. They're very well. Could, it could just be, you know, and then you see what you see. Yeah. So Johnny actually, uh, Johnny happens to be working, uh, but he, the, 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 we can definitely leave the 9-11 um, for when he calls, because it would be awesome to have a first responder. I mean, that's that would be amazing to have something, uh, somebody like him on the show. And then yeah, you can, you can, your testimony, brother. yeah, you can post your questions to him and then he can give you... Um, you know, he can give you what he saw. I mean, this this guy was there on, you know, on day one, so. Um. I listen, so I, yeah, call in, Johnny, whenever you get, you know, any show. It would be cool to, to be able to talk about this with somebody. Um, yeah, we can always flip, we can always flip, the, we can always flip it into a 9-11 show if Johnny calls. Now, while we're on this topic, so when we talk about the plane hitting that, that specific area, that floor, uh -huh. and there was the explosion and all that going on, you recall there was the people jumping out of the building. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay, I watched a dissertation from Samford University. It was a, it was a professor from Samford University. She did, it was about two hours. She talked about, she was talking about 9-11 and, and the direct energy, which was would have been microwave. Uh, so there was bombs. This is what this is what her her dissertation said. Uh -huh. That the people that were jumping were on that floor, that they were soaking wet because the sprinklers were going off. So their clothes were soaking wet. But what what she believes happened was the whatever bombs that they whatever they set off on that floor mm -hmm. had direct energy like was like microwave making people feel like they were burning from the inside out, which would probably be whatever chemical agent was used to melt the metal to take down, which is what was it called um it was called something uh, site melissa yeah, or something like that yeah whatever i can't remember off the top of my head it's it's, it's like 1 2 in the morning here where i'm at i can't remember off the top of my head but um i will probably remember while i'm speaking but whatever they use something malicite or malik malik um well it, it, they found it it melts metal and like 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 an airplane 
engine metal or um oh my gosh airplane airplane rocket fuel cannot melt steel okay mm. and it's not it doesn't burn hot enough like it physically doesn't burn over 1800 degrees it's thermite it's thermite and Th- thermite yeah therm- ther- and thermite but listen uh yeah but what happened you know what happened was that um the, the okay so as far as for the building, it's not that they meant they, they melted the metal. Okay, the reason that the building started to fall was because as the fires raged on, okay, the floors were the floors were the floor was ang- they had two anchor points. It had an anchor point on the wall on the on the outside wall that we said it was, it was like the, the the exoskeleton, and the other anchor point was the middle casing where all the elevators were go up and down. So these and these uh, both all of the floors were anchored in uh, with a sort of like with a with a um, what are these things called? Um, like the kind of brackets that you, you you know a bracket that would uh the light that connects itself to the floor and connects itself it's like a like a letter l like an l bracket okay right. so the first problem was that the floor started sagging um b- because of the, the the there was sagging of the floor because of the the fire the extra weight and also these joints, um, there was a, a fabrication uh, issue that they weren't strong enough to support it. So uh, they started coming off the hinges. So it wasn't melting. It was the fact that these joints weren't able, once, when the floor started... No, it melted. No, it, it melted in its spot. Like, they removed it before the... It, it was molt. It was molted lava. No, it was. that's not. It, that, that, molted. it was molten lava. There wasn't like a build. It fell in its footprint. It was molten lava. No, I did a. I read a video. If you watch a video on how, how the the World Trade Center was constructed, um, I mean, it could be what they're. What, I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but when, okay. when the building fell, it was lava, and they had brought in construction companies, and they brought in many trucks and tractors and while it was still lava i mean look it up this is uh, they they took it away brought it to a landmine and shipped it off to china so look thermite and thermate tested in the in 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 some of the metals that were found so you have in in that junkyard you have the outer perimeter column right that's a column that you that will be visible from the outside of the building uh, you would have the inner core of the building, right? The inner core is where all the elevators functioned. And then you would have the floor joist. Uh, and at the end of the floor joist, you would have two angle clips, one on the left, one on the right. Those clips weren't adequate uh, when the floor started sagging. And so when you, when, what happened when those, when those joints started failing, then you get the whole pancake effect. And yeah. All right. So then, when do you think the inside would fall, but the outside would stay stable? Uh, no, because the, the what happens is um, when you have a couple of floors uh, starting to fall, what happens is the building itself um, it's no longer a straight line. It, it gets angled towards the inside, so you have a bowing effect. 
it bows to the inside and it bows to the other side and then you have a complete collapse because these what made a, it was like a giant puzzle piece like the outside of the 9-11 of the World Trade Center were these huge giant puzzle pieces so everything gets compromised and everything starts falling I'm gonna look I want you to, sh to watch the video that I saw I want you let, let's do this because I know in, the, in this this particular thing we disagree find a video that you find that you have that um that would open my eyes to your 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 perspective and i'll show you the bill the, the video that i found online that shows you the construction failure that occurred and then we can both make educated guests on each other's um points of view that's cool and it's not that i'm i i don't i disagree it's just that what we're doing is we're excluding the the part of that the aftermath of that it sat it fell in its footprint and i'm telling you i know that uh, I'll, I'll send you i'll send you yeah. a video and so, then we we can go from there but but so what was in its footprint so what was the, this thera, you call it you call it theramide right there, yeah because there's thermite and there's thermate thermite is I think it can burn or it can melt metal up to 1800 degrees and okay. then thermate is is a stronger version of it so how and was that, that how was that placed it. how was that placed inside that of the placed, that was placed by there's actual pictures of it there's actual vi pictures That's I, I, I i've seen the videos i've seen the videos you when, know what I'm talking about with, yeah it looks like a it looks like a it looks like the sparklers that you get oh, for fourth of july yeah with the wicks and stuff so yeah well that was the israeli Mossad. that was placed in there prior to it happening those same people they were called art students do you, do you know this part they were they were known as art they were called art students but they were actually the Mossad. they were from is they're israelis and they um went back after it happened and wrote about it in in their whatever newspaper and talked about what they did there is the theory of the dancing Israelis. Now they they said there was dancing Muslims, but in in reality it was the dancing Israelis. And, I, and this is where I was getting to. And then you check the comments was that I see the same trend coming where it's like they use that and and I call what's going on in Israel right now. I call it Israel's nine eleven. And I called that from day one. I mean, I have it all, I have it all on, um, you know, recorded and stuff. So mm -hmm. documented. And what I'm saying is that they used that incident to kick off a bigger thing. Um, hence the Patriot Act. Hence invading Afghanistan and killing Saddam Hussein. Uh, but tell me so so from from your from your belief from your perspective what was the end point of bringing down the towers like i'm sure the end point in was to to blame to, to spark conflict with the middle east so that we could go over to the middle east and for what um there's multiple there's many it's multifaceted, just like everything is multifaceted. Um, but what, what do we, be, besides besides destabilizing Iraq forever? Yeah. We didn't get anything by it. That was that's the main kind of the main thing. It was 
You had to do that. You had to get the Patriot Act to oh, okay. go through to get to where we are to get to where we are today. Okay, I can see that. Okay, like, the, the the Patriot Act passing Homeland Security, the Homeland Security, everything, all that, all these new agencies were formed, and it became a police surveillance state. If you remember prior yeah, okay. to that, yeah, I know, I know, it was more free, and then it, it, and that. I think was the leading if you believe in the new world order or you believe that there is somebody out there trying to make a one world government or any of that type of thing I believe that that was the again we talked about this with George Bush George Bush senior he talks about it in his speech one day there will be a new world order I think we've all heard that many a times yeah um so I think that the world trade was built to fall. I think they built it to make it fall. It just so happened his son was the president when it fell. It was 33 years later. We know that's a Masonic number. Um, so I think that there, you know, I think there was multifaceted. And then to get us to not like the Muslims and to blame the Muslims, and just like they're doing today, right now. Right now, they want us to not like Muslims saying that they're doing whatever they're doing. I'm not going to take a side. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say that they're pushing a, a narrative. And if you take one side or the other, you're looked at a certain way. But you and that's how it was back then. And I feel like it's just another to kick. You know, they use certain events to kick off new events. And to get certain things to happen, and I think that's what just happened in Israel. Um, now we're dealing with Iran. We're dealing with all types of other stuff. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, it's too soon to say what why they're doing this now, you know. But as far as you know, nine eleven goes, we're twenty something odd years past. You can, you know, it's it's a lot bigger. Uh, you know, you can see it from a bigger view and you can get a better opinion because you've got many years. Just like we could talk about the JFK incident and really get a better grasp of what's going on because of yeah. over the years, you know. So, I mean, so a couple we'll, we'll of never... so a couple of things. I one, I agree with you in a way that. Um, I mean, if they, they plan this whole thing out uh, in order to, for them to generate a Patriot Act that sort of limits our um, our freedoms, uh, that I can I can buy it, you know. Uh, in regards from profiting for uh, or to have an excuse to create a foreign war, I mean, the U.S. has always been at war, so and I, and I don't really think we gained anything by eliminating. We just destabilized uh, Iraq, Iran. I'm sorry, Iraq. Sorry. Um, and in, in regards, you know, because I mean, I actually think that um, I actually, you know, there's always events in, in, in time that divide, uh, th that actually mark periods. It's sort of like a, a, a chapter, right? For example, I think that um, one event that, that definitely uh, divided uh, or interrupted the timeline would be, for example, um, Pearl Harbor that changed the the course of America. We entered into World War II. Uh, another event that I think marked the U.S. was the assassination assassination of Kennedy. Um, yes. Because yes. you know the Vietnam War is, is a, it's, it's it kind of stemmed from that event, right? 
and and the in the third event I think was was 9/11 because uh the US has changed the, the US um changed drastically after that. I mean, we became a totally different nation. Yeah. Um and, and, and so I agree with you point. in that aspect if that if that's what they set out to accomplish uh they 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 accomplished it to a T. And then um, look where we're at today, though. What did they do just a few years ago? Oh yeah, you yeah, know? right. Well, that, 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 yeah, you know? and, and, and it has to set us up for that. But that's you a global right. There was the whole global reset, and it had it had to start. You know, it had we had too many freedoms. Things were good back. I hate to say this. I graduated in two thousand. Okay, in nineteen in nineteen ninety nine, gas was ninety nine cents. You can go. You know, things were. Things were, were were weren't so bad. Okay. And it, the world changed in 2001, and then in 2020, the world changed again, and it'll never be the same. Yes. It'll never be the same. And I don't. I don't. I mean, the Kennedy thing was huge, but nothing will change the world like what just happened in 2020. Nothing. Because this that was a worldwide thing, and I think there was a greater, there's a greater, there's a greater agenda here, um, and you know I would love to know, you know obviously the World Economic Forum and there's there's certain people involved, but I think there's still just you know small people in the game, you know. Um, but I do believe that this, all of this, now, how far back does it go? You know, we're talking the 60s. Was America, you know, some people, I'm not one of them, but some people think America was built to fall. Hmm. Some people think that it was built for this to exactly happen the way it was. Um, I don't believe that. But, I don't, I- you know, and, you know... I, I think all you know all, all empires uh, have uh, four key events to them, right? Mm-hmm. Are, are you familiar with that concept? Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely. So the, the U.S. is kind of in the final when when uh, the in the, when you can't distinguish a family unit, you're already in the final stages of a of an empire you collapse. Nailed it. Yeah, you nailed yeah. it. And when the man's turning woman and. I know the Roman Empire. I hate to say that, you know, but the Roman Empire, you know, what what happened in the Roman Empire falling is what's happening to us right now. Yeah, except that unfortunately, in a we, weird way, we only made it uh, two hundred and plus years, as opposed to like five, six hundred years. You know. Yeah, and that's what I think this is all about, though. I think that these people, and this goes back to the fallen ones goes back even down if you want to get into the fall of the ones that goes down to Satan himself they're trying to undo creation that's their goal is to undo what God created mm. so um, you know what's going on right now with like chemtrails and and frequencies and using you know frequencies to kill off our bees and to control people and stuff that's using God's creation against them well, who's the one person that knows God's creation better than anybody? Well, that was Satan, because he was there. Right. So, um, I think these, I think they're all, I think they're spawns. I really do. I think, 
you know, these fallen angels that came down and these, you know, I think that they influence the people that are making these giant decisions. When I say, you know, I'm talking world changing decisions. I think these people have some other type of blood in them and they're trying to undo what's good. And that's just my way of looking at it because how could you send, for example, like how could you, who would want to spray the skies with metal and, and, and all types of stuff, you know, lithium and all types of things that we don't even know. And knowing that your own family and yourself is breathing it unless you have an ultimate goal or I don't know. I just, I have a hard time fathoming that. Does that make sense? Does that? Yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, any sense? the only thing that would make sense is that, uh, Whoever is behind the planning of this, it it it, 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 it has the interest of of an. Ad- Let me rephrase what I want to say. This goes beyond countries and and flags. This is more of an agenda that's a globalized agenda. Uh, Absolutely. Because it doesn't come. Agreed. Because it cannot. You don't want to cut off your own head. So it's not like the U.S. is doing this purposely to kill itself. This has to come from a higher up. Uh, globalized, I said, globalized agenda. Absolutely, and that's and you should know, and we should all know right away when, you know, when a sickness starts, and, you know, it stops in Beijing. Mm. <laughs> Seriously, it started. It literally, if you looked at the map of how the Rona went, yeah, Beijing. So, like, I think it's like south of China. Never got it that whole time. It went to the one side of China and then all the way across the world. Everybody had to conform. Everybody. How, everybody had to conform. This was like, lock the whole world down. We're going to feed you. The, it was, I mean, come on. Like, it, I feel like the strong survived this huh. time around. That's my opinion. I feel like the strong survived. A lot of people got broken. I mean, if you go to the grocery store, people aren't the same anymore. People look down. People don't look up. People aren't as social as they used to be. Um, I mean, even listen to Art Bell. Listen to Art Bell shows. Listen to how the callers were. And listen to how people talk today. You know, the conversations we're having, me and you are having, are rare in between. You know, there were really intelligent callers and really great opinions. And I feel like those opinions are very much skewed today because if you even speak like they did back then with any type of integrity and truth, you you know, those people just don't exist and they're not, you know, it's just, they're far in between these days. Um, Now it's like, again, and I know this is very cliche, but you're... And I don't want to get, this isn't political, but like, you're more, if you were a Democrat, let's just say in the 80s, uh-huh. you're probably more of a Republican now, or a conservative. Well, the thing, you have you to, know, but you have to understand also the political parties also, um, like everything in life, uh, political parties evolved, you know, the, the I don't think John F. Kennedy would get voted as a Democrat now. No, you know? that's, that was my point. Is I don't think he would be a, a Democrat today. Right? No, he wouldn't. So but things that was, that was 
So things, you know, it's a lot of, uh, it's, listen, it's a lot of stuff to unpack. I mean, there's, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of issues. There's a lot of theories. Um, but what I've always learned, or what, what I've learned from co- sort of always, um, you know, uh, uh, researching and, 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 and looking at videos of, of conspiracies or things that I'd, are not uh, they don't make sense i don't uh, I, I used to tend to do this but i stopped doing i stopped i don't jump from like a to z so for example you and yeah, i you and i are driving down the road i see both of us see a weird light in the sky i don't go from like dude that's a ufo like you have to first you need to go like it could be a helicopter could be a laser could be a drone right so a lot of people just jump from a to z like right away and that's you can't do that you know because then, yeah, no, I get it. I'm, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 and I, I know what I what I've gathered from you. I mean, you've done your research and and, and these topics, so you you speak from experience. Yeah. So you research them. Yeah. But there, there's yeah, there's things that are like there's things that I have as a stronghold. Um, but sometimes conspiracies are not like, and I don't want to. I mean, conspiracies you, you you has a negative connotation, but. Um, there's things that I just haven't, I haven't been able, I haven't been able to make that leap because I haven't personally invested the time in researching. Um, case in point, 9-11, and the other thing would be like uh, camp trails and all that. Uh, I have, I have okay. thoughts, I have my, like, like I have thoughts behind them, but I don't have educated thoughts to where I feel comfortable. Um, We're going to have an awesome show then. Yeah. I am very well versed in the, in with chemtrails i studied harvard i mean i know the the science i mean i can tell you a lot of you know a lot of i mean i've dug very deep projects you know projects and all types of stuff so you know i'm very well i'm not just like oh well they're just i just look oh no no i've actually dug deep and spent many years into it um yeah. the same with 9-11 and and it, you, you find the common thing yeah is it's like you know it's a, it's a common it's a common like like 5g you know all that type of stuff like it, it's one common thing and that's like sure no it's understandable you gotta not right about it and it's real yeah i can't say something something that rubs you the wrong way you're like eh, i don't know if i take that truth i'm gonna go to the chat we have uh so johnny's gonna johnny's gonna be joining us um whenever he has some time and then Jeannie is uh, our English uh, listener. She says that uh, Afghanistan was a patsy for a small group. Uh, why blame the whole country for a small band of terrorists from all over the Middle East? Okay, uh, at present, agree. at present, it's the same in the Middle East. Blame a whole country for a few people's action. I agree with that. And then the Roman Empire did not fall because of LGBT or lewd behavior. No, that's not what I. That's not what. Uh, what not I or what Tim I and saying, what we yeah. meant? No, we we didn't. We I mean we weren't. Uh, we <laughs> if you think about it, the, pri- the the Roman Empire probably grew because of lewd behavior and LGBT issues. I mean, a lot of you know there was a lot of uh, a lot of these uh, uh, emperors used to engage in all kinds of craziness. I think you you know when it comes to like sexual uh, things, I mean these guys would 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 they 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 would make uh, you know the porn industry blush. Uh, no, that's not what we said. What we said is that w- w- when you uh, a f- final stage of an empire is when 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 uh, 
the traditional uh, family loses, there's no longer a definition, a clear definition for what we would consider a traditional family. That's what we said. We didn't, um, yeah, we didn't bring any, like, yeah. Well said. Yeah. Mother, father, come home, the whole structure, the family structure, once that goes, you have no base. That's, that's, where I, uh, yeah, I yeah because then exactly so the, I was actually researching some of the um, let's see here I was recent they're called uh, there's uh, let me go back to the to this research thing that I've do there, there's uh, some I'm just gonna briefly go through this this is called the life cycle of empires uh, the first life cycle is the birth and expansion then you have the golden age uh, you have the maturity stage of an empire you have the overextension and the challenges that come from overextension, and you have a decline, you have a total collapse, and then you have an aftermath. And this is, uh, you know, things that have been studied over the years for different empires, right? And so everything has a stage, and then, um, you know, you can, you don't have to call it an empire, but you can call it also like what's going on with the U.S., like as, as a nation. Nations go through cycles just as much. Um, yeah, so that that's all. What, that's, what state do you think we're in? Um, I will. Um, so give me one second here. Okay, so I'm gonna. I'm just gonna for the listeners. I want to mention this so they can. So birth and expansion. Obviously, that's not where we're at. Uh, according to the definitions, this is the empire's early years. The characterized by conquest, expansion, consolidation of power. Strong leadership. I think this would be, you know, 1700s. This would be our, uh, you know, our, our George Washington's uh, expansions into the the, the, the Louisiana Purchase. Um, then you have the Golden Age. This is when the empire reaches its zenith, uh, and we, we we have our cultural economic impact. I think this probably happened in the 1900s. Uh, advent of automobile. Uh, expansion of, of of building the U.S. was known for 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 building and generating. Uh, the next stage is maturity. This is when the, emp- the the empire becomes more complex and bureaucratic. This is perhaps the 30s, the 40s. Uh, over the time, there may be some increased centralization of powers. Uh, this can lead to administrative challenges. Um, then you have the overextension and the challenges. I think this is probably like the 50s and 60s when we started getting involved in, in the Korean War, when we started becoming involved in Vietnam. This is when the empire continues to expand, but it may become overextended, uh, both geographically and in terms of resources. I mean, God knows how much money do we spend being the police of the uni- of the world, you know? The cost of maintaining yeah. and uh, so the the cost of maintaining this whole thing, defending the empire, can can strain its resources. This is probably like this, you know, like I said, 50s, 60s, 70s, and then the decline. This is when the empire starts to experience decline in its powers and influence. I think this is where we're probably at now. You know, uh, you have you have Russia, you have China convening to create a currency that's going to overtake the dollar. As the you know, the dollar is always. It's been the global currency, the currency that all main important transactions take place. And uh, and then you have China, Venezuela, and all these nations wanting to create their own currency and do away with the dollar. And then you have the collapse with the final stage, which is this is when we experience significant collapse in the central authority and institutions. This is when you face invasion, uh, partition, and replacement by new power. So I, th- I think we're in the decline stage 
unfortunately. Now, does that mean that every empire has to follow one through five through six through seven? No. Maybe you could go back. I don't know. Could you go back? Could you go from decline to overextension and to maturity again? I, you don't have to like... Uh, I don't know. I think we went a little too far. I think we've, I think we've, we've passed that going backstage. I mean, we just passed a law in Ohio where children don't need parents' permission anymore to go have gender, uh, their genders switched or to have kids or the state has um, total control now in Ohio at least um, you know over the parents so uh, I just think we're in a we're in that that decline stage where uh, I don't see it going back I see these laws getting more and more draconian and more and more out there rather than more and more protecting us but I'm not trying to be negative. It's just how I see it. Yeah, no, I think we're, unfortunately, I think we're in the, the, and then how long does each each phase last? You know, the Roman Empire didn't decline overnight, right? It could be 100 years, right. 200 years. Um, the Roman Empire was fractioned. The Roman Empire were, was fractioned into two different entities, right? It became the, the Western and the Eastern Roman Empire, and then the Eastern Roman Empire became the Ottoman Empire, correct? So, yeah, so th- things get fractured, but then they, they still have life within themselves. I think um, part of our, I think part of the stage, maybe where, where you were describing, it's like about in the 19th, I think it was like 1913 when the Fed was made. And uh, yeah, when the Fed came, I believe that was another. When, when um, the when the what? I'm sorry, say that again. When the Fed came. Okay. The uh, the, the I'm sorry, it's so late here. Um, the the central banking. The um, oh, you mean you mean with you mean when when we got away from the, the the gold standard? Yes, and that and that brought up my whole no when the. What is it? What's the what's the bank? I, I'm having a hard time. The Federal Reserve. When the Federal Reserve came to be, I'm sorry, I, I was having a hard time. I was having a brain fart there. But when we when we formed the Federal Reserve in 1913, I believe that was when our country took a turn right there. Before, I mean, that's when we started divvying with the Rothschilds and all that type of stuff, and things started getting. Um, if if the Federal Reserve is actually a private company, right? Right. It's it, not. It's not. It's an offshore thing that are controlled by the Rothschilds. Yeah, the Federal Reserve System consists of twelve regional banks uh, located in major cities across the U.S. Uh, but it's not a. It's not a part of. It's not a governmental agency. No. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. And that's what people don't understand. People think the Federal Reserve is a, a, a U.S. entity, and it's not. Right. Yeah. This had to do with the Jekyll Island meeting, um, ni- 19, yeah. 1910. A group of prominent bankers and financiers, included uh, Paul Warburg, Nelson Aldrich, and J.P. Morgan, met in secret on Jekyll Island, Georgia, uh, to develop a plan of a central ba- banking system that would address uh, the country's financial stability. Yep, so, that was the turning of my opinion. That was the turning point in our country that took it to another level. 
But then again, I mean, the U.S. has always been, when you say, uh, is that a negative or a positive? Uh, I mean, it could be both, but you see it mostly as a negative or, or, or as a... Uh, I would say, I would say negative because I'm totally against the Federal Reserve and the Fed today. And you hear the names you just said, J.P. Morgan. I mean, they're, J.P. Morgan right now is being, is in a settlement case. I think it was last Thursday, just settled out $290 million mm-hmm. to Epstein victims for being part of, you know, the whole trafficking thing. Right. So they've been in the game. They've had their, their foot in the door for, gosh, man, that's what, 120 years. Yeah. 110 years but if the sole purpose so, you know if, if you believe that the sole purpose uh of of of, uh, of creating the federal reserve was um to create a to, to create to, to create a country with financial stability i i think they did a hell of a job because the u.s has been i thought it was to, to tax us it was well I'm, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of you know there's a lot of it's like it's like passing a uh, passing a new law in congress you know, the law has like a thousand little things in the background that you don't even know about. But as far as providing banking, uh, providing uh, financial stability, I mean, we, the U.S. has been stable for financially stable um, for years. So it, it could also be, um, I mean, everything has is good and it's bad. And I, I, I think that there's definitely uh, some good things that came out of it. Yeah, everything's uh, multifaceted. I always say that. There's, they take an incident and they, it's like they, they, they say, never let a good incident go to waste. Yes. You know, so they'll take something and they'll squeeze every inch of it and take it. You know, a school shooting and they'll start doing the gun rights and they'll start doing this and doing that. It's like, they don't let that incident go to waste. They're going to exploit every bit of that incident to get their agenda across. If yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. And like what I was saying though, where I was getting with the goal, and then you made a good point, and this was part of why they would do 9-11 and why they wanted to go to the Middle East. If you remember, Saddam Hussein wanted to go away from the American dollar and use the petrodollar. Oh, along, time, yeah, along with, um, along with like Venezuela. With, uh, yeah, and the dude from, um, what's his name, that we went, we killed... We came home, you know, what's his name? Uh, come on, someone in the chat knows what I'm talking about. We killed them, um, Hillary Clinton and Obama, uh, Gaddafi. Yeah. Ma- so they went and killed Gaddafi. Yeah. It was the same thing. He wanted to, um, you know, he was going against the American dollar. Yeah. So they went and wanted to kill, you well, know, I that's think what they tell me. That is a... Gaddafi got Gaddafi got uh, done in by his own people. Uh, there's footage of that. But anyways, so I just want to announce. Um, uh, let me just kind of go back to the chat. Uh, Tim is a co-host in the show, so that means that you guys can call in, uh, and you have both of us. Uh, Tim's not just a caller; we're co-hosting together. Because there's some uh, here's there's uh, JD asked if he's able to join uh, and have multiple people on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and if there are people that aren't calling but are listening to us, go ahead and call us. You, in order for you to be included uh, with Tim and I, you have to call the 951-977-6499, uh, and then we'll just include you. Uh, we agri- we add you. But no, uh, Tim is a co-host, so he's not a caller <laughs> for those that, that, that want to know. So you're not going to... you're not gonna, uh, uh, 
throw one of us off if you guys call. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Call in. I would love to hear from you guys. Especially, you know, JD, call in, man. Seen you in the chat plenty of times. You, you've got good comments and stuff. I'd love to hear your opinion on these topics because these are all topics to be interpreted by anybody. And, uh, you know, we, uh, you know, it's it's great to hear other opinions. And sometimes, you know, when you have these discussions, you can say things out loud and you can make sense of some of some things and maybe a thought you had before you might not have said it until you speak it out loud. So, you know, yeah. I'm a firm believer of that. And if you're holding it in, you'll never know. You're just thinking about it all day long. <laughs> yeah, I agree but, with yeah, that. Again, but back, but back to what we were saying though, you know, so we went and we, we got Saddam, we got Gaddafi both over, over. Now you said, Again, his own people killed him. Same with his own people killed. <laughs> yeah. Saddam, but you got to understand, man. We put CI. We, we we put plants in there to do this. We go over there and train these people. No, we give I, them the I, weapons. I, we give them the idea. No, I know. I, I know. It. I know. I'm just. I, I know. Basically, <laughs> what I mean was, we, we, you know, they all gathered at the center square. Like, hey, guys. No, we 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 basically, you know, we tied we tied him, we put his head in the guillotine, and we just had his people pull the pull the pull the plug, right? Absolutely. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I yeah. agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I can't. I can't. You know. And then who are we? Who? I still, you know, I get it. You know, the world police thing, but who are we to be the world police? Like again, I, I care about everybody in this world. Don't get me wrong. But we have stuff going on right here on our soil. And if, if the people in charge cared so much about the United States and our people, again, simple things like good drinking water would exist. Mm -hmm. Just drinking water. I'm not even getting into structural. I'm not getting into medical. I'm not getting into any of that schooling. None of that. I'm just talking about good drinking water yeah we're supposed to be the top country in the world but we've got places that can't even drink their water exactly and, and but we're we're sending money to every you know that, that is why i don't like us being the world police it's yeah like we got to be able to take care of your own you know you got to take care of your own home before you can go take care of somebody else's family exactly right? The U.S. the U.S. on average on average the U.S. spends four point three three trillion dollars a year on healthcare, okay. And I think we're ranked like number fifteenth or twentieth as far as like the healthcare that we're able to provide. So you know, why don't we fix that for our own citizens? Why do we have to spend so much money and provide bad healthcare? Um, you know, if we were able to. To even use a fraction of what we sent to Ukraine and and, and other countries, um, we could fix ourselves. I mean, I, I, how many people are just they, they can't afford even to get a set of lab work, or or uh, because they just can't afford, you know you go to you go to emergency, they take blood from you and they charge you thousands of dollars. That's insane. That's crazy. Not even right. It keeps people. It deters them. I mean, not to mention, look, I'm going to be honest. The whole, this whole thing we went through in 2020, I hate even using the word, because though, 
those, you know, you got to watch using certain words on, on YouTube. Yeah. You know, but when you talk about that, that scamdemic thing, like, that's what I call it, <laughs> the scamdemic. Yeah. But when you talk about that, you know, it's like, again, people were, you know, and I'm one of them. I, I, I have a doctor. I do all my visits online. I don't even want to, I don't go in, you know, I've, me personally, I chose to not get the jab and I chose to not wear a mask and to go that route. But I don't want to go up in the hospitals. People probably get sick and choose to not go to the hospital because they don't want to deal with that stuff. So there's people, like I have a friend personally that died during the pandemic from kidney because he didn't want to go to the hospital. Wow. He died at home, kidney infection. Wow, man. So there's a lot of these people, you know, and it's like, so, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of that. And then you being in California and, you know, you've got Figueroa, got Skid Row, not to mention what, there's probably many other places that I don't know of. No, but, definitely. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, homeless encampments that sh- these people, a lot of them are veterans. A lot of them See, that, could contribute. All, all these, I mean, one thing, one thing that pisses me off most than anything is the way that our veterans are treated, man. Yes. That I is, mean, I'm with you. The kids and the veterans. My, leave our elderly, leave our kids, and leave our veterans be. All right? Those yeah. are the three things. Those are the three, like, come on. No, for me, for me, when I when I see you know there, there's mental illness uh, is rampant, and when it comes to uh, people that have served, and for me, man, like the, the, I think I'll, the true colors of a nation shows on how you treat your veterans. Um, yeah. You know all this crazy money we're sending overseas, man. I, we could do so much better for our own people and the people that actually keep us safe. Uh, you know, our, 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 our military man, our, our, our first responders. I mean, those are the people that need to be glorified and treated like royalty, you know, instead of wasting our money on, on, uh, on other countries, man, that just, it doesn't sit right with me. It, it, uh, proxy wars at that. It's, it's and proxy wars at that. Exactly. It's not even, you know, it, it, we got a guy named Zelensky. This could be a, uh, you know, a little comedy relief here but you got a guy named Zelensky over there who we're sending all this money to who was a comedian prior yeah you know, people hate on Donald Trump this dude is Donald Trump times 12 I mean I can I say the video you know the video I'm talking about the Saturday Night Live version of the Ukraine Saturday Night version Saturday Night Live version with him I don't think playing I've the piano with his no. yeah man he, he's Look it up as we're talking, bro. Look it up. There's uh, Solinsky. Anybody that doesn't know this, uh, you can look it up right now on YouTube. Go on right now. It was in the last five to seven years. He was a comedian. He was on a show that was kind of like, I would say, I don't know, Dancing with the Star. I don't know what it was. Oh, is this when he he was cross-dressed? Like Saturday Night Live, kind of, and he was playing the piano. No, I mean yeah. that one too. He does that too, but he plays the. There's a skit where he plays the piano with his. Uh, really. 
Yeah. With his man, with his, with right with his manhood. With his manhood, and he, and it's him and another guy, and there's a giant crowd, like like The Voice. If you're watching like The Voice or any of those shows, like that was how many people were watching, and he's standing there dancing, playing a song with his manhood. Oh yeah, I'm looking at this it. Guy, I'm looking at it right now. This is the guy we're sending our money to right now. This is the guy we had in Congress sitting there in his little military green asking us for money during our our during the uh presidential presidential address he's uh, in our congress talking to america the whole country they gave him the right to talk to our whole entire country and say please send us more money please send us more money Dude, you were just playing the piano with your junk a few years ago. Now we're supposed to send you junk. Dude, come on, man. What are we living in right now? You know what's the worst thing that's happened to Ukraine this year? What's that? The war in Israel. Because oh, yeah, because it's taking money away from e them. Exactly. It diverted all funds. Uh, a couple of a couple of weeks ago, I saw him. He he came on. He was doing. A, he did a video, sort of, re uh, reminding us of how much they need our, our money and Ukraine, and uh, kind of com not really complaining, but mentioning that, uh, in other words, that we should di divert our cash from like from from uh, from Israel to Ukraine. Uh, they'll figure it out, and I mean they're already. You know, get uh, when this is one thing too, and and this is another one. When I talked about like going on, and when you see the fact checkers or Wikipedia, and they say this or that, I also go when I'm sitting there and I see um, the president get on, and he says, "I want you to support Ukraine and Israel right away." Dude, I'm already. I'm I, if you filed your taxes, you're already supporting Israel and Ukraine, dude. Yeah, uh, no, absolutely, absolutely. That doesn't that you have no choice. You have no choice. You have no choice, but but they have the audacity to ask you to send your own money on top of your money that they're taking from you. Yeah. No, I can tell you this for a fact. When the Browns played, and I got in a uh, a debate with my co-host in the other show I do. And we were talking about this exact topic, and we were saying, you know, I was saying how there's a big gravel, there's a big money gravel going on. And he said, well, maybe, you know, you know he, he also ventures, like, you know, opposing questions. Like, well, maybe, but, but we were talking, we text during, we were talking, we were texting during the game, man, like off air, uh, not on the show, we were talking, like, oh my goodness. They're talking, they were talking about Israel before they even did the national anthem. And when they did their whole little spiel about it, at the very end, guess what they did? They had a huge skew on the scoreboard saying, hey, send your money here on this app. And you, everybody could literally put their phone in the air, use the code off of the scoreboard and send money right there. Like uh, they literally, if you do that in every single stadium, I mean, look what they're doing. It's a money grab. And I don't know why they need the money. They can print it anytime they want. And it's tax, tax deductible for the NFL, I'm sure. So, yeah, man. And it, so, it, you know. <laughs> well, let me read a comment was, before we go. I, I want to read a pertinent, a very pertinent comment that was made by Jeannie. Uh, 
which hits the nail on the head. It says that greed is the real problem in the U.S. Everything is money. Everything is ownership, rent, taxes, profiteering, while others struggle. Some pay too little, and some paid some paid not enough. And you know, the U.S. is a country that you just come here, you work, uh, and you work, and you work. And if you're lucky, you'll have a two-week vacation, maybe every couple of years. But uh, yeah, we don't really enjoy life here. No, yeah, no, like it to say, look, you can make money, but to actually be able to save it, no way, there's a difference. Yeah, you can make a certain amount of money a year, but to be able to, you know, to be able to put a certain amount away, I mean, it's getting harder and harder and harder. Like I was saying earlier, gas was 99 cents, it's like three bucks now, and where you're at, it's like, like almost seven. No, I think how many? What's the percentage of people in the U.S. that are that are living paycheck to paycheck? Probably like ninety percent. Yeah, it's way high. It's way high. I mean, yeah. way high. And so, yeah, no, we're not. It's not. It's not the prosperous. You know, I I think to be honest, Jeannie, I think a lot of the people with less money care more than the people with. Or happier. I think, yeah, and or happier. And I think that today, I mean, like, literally, I do believe that. I think uh, um, I think that people look at America in a certain way because of the way the media portrays us. But we have the same stuff going on as any other country. You know, um, maybe it wasn't at a certain point. But right now, today, um now there are places in america that do have it you know old school and do live pretty well but for the most part all the cities are overrun they're run down the the laws are draconian we're being i mean it's it's not it's not the utopia that that maybe it's painted on tv but it's again it's a lot better than a lot of places i'm not complaining yeah i'm I'm proud to be here but um, again, yeah, and I, and again, the greed part would probably become. Because I agree, there is greed involved, but I think that comes from up top. Yeah. I don't. I don't think that's from the American people itself. I mean, some people are greedy. Don't get me wrong, but you know, the more you get, the more you want. But I think a lot of people, like me and Doc, and people. I think we just want to see everybody see proper or prosper and we want to see America do well and we want to see families do well like I don't think any of us want to like take take food out from under your plate you know I, I don't I don't I know there's people out there that definitely do but there's a lot of good people too so yeah I don't think all Americans you can label that of all, all America or any country for that matter yeah I think she 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 emphasized more of the real problem with the U.S. as a whole and how it's, you know, if you, if you get, uh, yeah, I understand where she's coming from. Yeah, there's, I mean, uh, the middle class in the U.S. is basically what keeps everything afloat, you know? And uh, they're trying to eliminate that. Because, yeah, well, I don't know how they're going to do it because we, we, we're, we're, we're uh, middle class is what feeds everybody, you know? If, I'll tell you. Uh, seriously, I'll tell you. We, yeah, we feed the, we buy from the rich and we feed those that don't have because of our taxes, so eliminating the the middle uh, would wouldn't be a smart move, um, but there's oh, also like 
There's also all these rumblings. I don't know if you heard about all these rumblings about um, that they're planning to initiate. Uh, basically, the, the the government or somebody's going to start offering you to wipe all your debts and, and uh, that you won't have any more debts and that you won't own, and that your house would be basically sort of like a utopian society. They're they're kind of planning so you become more and more. Um, in need of of, 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 of somebody like providing for you. Yeah. So uh, it's, it'll be like a forgiveness of debt. It will be, um, you know, uh, not owing your homes anymore, but be able to live in the homes. Um, but the dude, dude, me and you are a lot on the same page, man. Cause that's, when I was trying to interrupt you, I was almost saying the exact same thing. Right? Um, like, seriously. Well, where I was going at, and I agree with what you're saying, is, Again, I re- when I refer, I keep referring back to 2020. Again, I refer to that. Everybody, everybody that's listening knows what I mean by when I say 2020. I'm referring back to when we were locked down, etc. Uh, another thing, like I said, multifaceted. What it was, I think that was also was a trial run of for socialism. Mm. What do you think the 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 money? You know the not the yeah the PPP loans and then the the what was it the money that they gave everybody the, oh yeah yeah the yeah um, I see what but that that was that wasn't really they weren't giving you money they were they were advancing money that's already yours uh, but the COVID the COVID. But the, they're planting the seed to live off of them, you know, like the CARE Act. Uh, the, it, it, so the CARES Act. Yeah. Yes, but it plants the seed for a universal income. Yes, that's what and I wanted to get. Point at some point, there, you know, like again, like the grocery store. You know, Aldi. I like to go there because they have a lot of and not GMO stuff. Um, they. Always, I always loved going there because they had really nice people that check you out, and it's real fast. I don't know if you have an all these out there, but here it's like non-GMO. It's good. It's all like one brand for the most part, and it's not like and it's an, an, not cheap, but it's inexpensive compared to like even Kroger or something or a normal shopping place. But anyways, all the stores around here are going from self, you know, going. You know, saying hi to the, and this goes back to the people have changed. You know, there being a woman there, she checks you out, they bag you up and you leave. Now they have self-checkouts. You don't even, they don't need you no more. They don't even, there's like two or three people that are working, they're stocking the shelves. Yeah. They might come check the, you know, the, the whole point of it is, is like, there's going to be a point. So how many jobs were lost? Oh, definitely. You know, how many jobs? So then, people are depending on our government. Since the since the 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 reset, I mean, a lot of people are depending, and that was their whole plan. And that's yeah. exactly what like, like what you said. They want that, and I and I feel like all the all that money was like a to 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 get people to warm up to the thought of a universal income. Yes, of getting money just sent to them but like China if you don't if you speak out if you do if you don't 
you know, you do certain things. If you screw up, you if, you, if you if you mess up with your social score. Yes. They, they that, can, they'll dock you and that's, there uh, goes your money. And, you know, this, can you, so, well... That's a, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that. It's China's. Uh, I don't know if they've implemented it yet, but um, they, there's uh, you know well, like they did. they did. So how we have like a credit yeah. score? Um, and this is so. Let, let me read this for you guys in the chat if you guys are not aware because this is some crazy stuff. So China has implemented a system known as the Social Credit System, which is a complex and controversial initiative aimed at assessing and influencing the behavior of individuals and organizations in the country. The social credit system uh, is still in process of being fully developed and implemented and has generated a significant attention. So one, the background. The concept of a social credit system in China has been under development for several years, uh, with the Chinese government expressing its intention to establish a comprehensive system for assessing and rewarding individuals and entities based on their behavior and trustworthiness. What are some of these components? The social credit system is designed to integrate various sources of data, including your financial health, your legal health, your social health, and your behavioral information to assign you a social credit score, both to individuals and to organization. Based on these scores, you'll be evaluated for trustworthiness. So you have the behavioral criteria. Um, they're going to assess you behavior such as how financially responsible you are, how you how, how are you with payments of death, how do you adhere to laws and regulations, social interactions, and more. Uh, positive behaviors like volunteer can also contribute to a higher score. And then you have the rewards and penalties, which individuals and organizations with high social credit score may receive benefits, such as better access to loans, travel privileges, and business opportunities. I mean, this is like utopian 1984 uh, craziness. Orwellian craziness, right? You, right. I mean, like, like, dude, dude, dude. So they're, what they're saying is you don't take out your trash what what it's doing, and that's what we what happened here. I mean, dude, you nailed it on the head. What they're doing there is turning everybody into snitches. Really, in a way, like you're telling. Yeah, because think about it. You want to have a good social score. If your neighbor didn't take out the trash, there's their trash, or you're getting an argument. Everybody, you tell your score goes up. So it makes everybody's now turning on everybody. And that happened in Australia during the scandemic. Oh. They turned everybody against each other. If you oh, left yeah. your house, people got credited for telling on your on your neighbor for not being in the house. That's true. They, they use these certain, I mean, I'm telling you, they, they, this it's multifaceted. I know um, in, in, a, in, a, in a bubble, it sounds, it sounds crazy. But the more we talk and the more you hear these things, I mean, like, dude, they're implementing a lot of stuff. And, it, you know, and they, they try it out on other countries. They try it out, and then they try to bring it here. Yeah. You know, Israel is another 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 uh, state that, you know, they they try a lot of stuff out on Israel and then implement it here. That's another one. Yeah, no, it's, so, it's, 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 it's we, we, are, we live in, uh, we definitely live in some weird times, man. I mean, they created Karens. I mean, you got people screaming and and telling on our neighbors, "Hey, you know, this person doesn't have their mask on." Everybody turns on each other. But you, you know, know it's, it's happened. 
Sometimes the pendulum does tend to swing, you know? Yeah, no, no, I agree. And I think it's kind of swinging right now. I think a lot of people are are seeing the truth. But I again, this goes back to what you posed earlier. Is it too late? And I think, unfortunately, I think when everybody's laid down for the... I didn't. Me, personally, I didn't lay down. I, I went to City Hall every week. I fought like an SOB for everybody's freedoms. Mm. You know, I didn't lay down. I did not lay down. Um, but a lot of people did. And I think that was what they wanted. They, it was a test run and they found out that all they need to do is use a little fear, give everybody a little bit of money and everybody will sit and hunker down and they'll do anything that they're told. Yeah. Money. And, and I'm sorry, but I tried to get people to protest with me and I could get maybe 12 to 15 people, 20 people at best. Wow. You know, at that, and you know, and 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 many people were on board, but you know, wanted to. It, it, it's just they got to everybody very well, and there was many people that were on board that were scared to say it, and then now, here we are today, and they act as if though they were on board the whole time. Yeah. I knew the whole time it was a scam. I knew the whole time it was a scam. <sighs> yeah, that's why you made me walk around with my head down and not talk to nobody. Because you really knew. And I, I mean, I, I'm being a little facetious because I had plenty of friends and people that were on my side. But for the most part, you go to the grocery store, people looked at you sideways. You know, everybody judged. There was no more contact. I took away that... that uh, well, it, the it, personal aspect of life. It's like it's like um, what's the name of this? Uh, Fahrenheit four fifty one, dude. Yeah, yeah, yes. I mean, we, we read yeah. these, we read these stories, we read these stories, and we're like, how can how can that ever happen? And then again, you know, the the, the fog, the frog in the kettle, man. The water just starts getting warm little by little, and before you know, it, you're snitching on your neighbor because he's not wearing a mask. Yeah. And then guess what? They throw that it, that that history away, so we're doomed to repeat it ourselves again. Yeah, that's sad stuff. They bro. change it. Yeah. They change it. You know, and we just keep repeating it. I know. They change the facts. They keep changing every narrative, and so you know we can never grow as a human race so, when we're we're repeating the same stuff over and over, just in a different way. You know. Um, that's right. That's where I see it. But I also see many people coming together right now and seeing what's going on. And I do see a lot, you know, but I I feel like they've already did what they had to do. Yeah. You know what I, I'm saying? Yeah, like they've already put into place what they had to put into place. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to be negative. I do think that people are getting it. But I wish they would have gotten it a few years ago when the, when when it was actually live. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's, that's more where I'm at. I don't think it's doom and gloom, but I also don't think it's all uh, peaches and strawberry fields. That's right. You know? Well, my friend, believe it or not, <laughs> dude, we're going on five hours, man. Wow. 
I know. Five-hour conversation, though. <laughs> I could. Yeah. Good show. I, I know. I it's didn't a, even know that. I had no clue even what time it was. Yeah, we started at eight, man. It's uh, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, one. Yeah, we're going on five. So um, I think I, I know. What time is it? Are you, what, what time is it at Cleveland right now? Are you like three o'clock? Let's see. I'll tell you right now. Hold on. Let's see what time it is. What time is it there? It's uh, it's ten to one. 10 to 1, so it's 10 to 4 here. All right, dude. Let's. We're gonna call that. We're gonna call this. Uh, we're gonna call this a day. Listen. Uh, tomorrow, uh, seven o'clock. Yep. Yeah. Are you Count me in. <clears throat> All right. For and then for those of you guys who are uh, are still listening, um, thank you. Uh, don't be afraid to call us. Uh, you know, there's no intimidation. Just call us. You can be, a, you know, you can always, I mean, that's the point of the show. It's a call-in show. Um, you know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go downstairs. I'm going to warm myself uh, a slice of peach pie, and I'm going to get some ice cream. How does that sound? That sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds awesome. Yeah. I'm going to love up on my cat. I'm going to... Um, Probably get some. Sh- I, I'm gonna be honest, guys. I slept so much today after oh. eating so much. That's why I had so much energy to be able to go because I slept so much today. Yeah, I ate a lot of food. You took some naps. <laughs> So I'm gonna go. I'm yeah, gonna. I'm oh, oh, that's awesome. I, I'm a big napper too, man. That, to be honest with you, that's why I think I Thursday show. I just not Thursday. Uh, Tuesday show. I crashed, man. I was dead, and I looked at the clock, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna get up at seven. But then it was like seven thirty. I'm like, I forget. I just I slept right through it, so I apologize. But um, okay. So uh, I want to thank all the listeners. Johnny. It's, Johnny says that he may be able to to call tomorrow. I would love that. Um, and like, like I said, I pick a topic at the beginning of the show. I take about a half an hour to read through it just to kind of get, you know, uh, get the, the, get the people a little bit warmed up to the show. And, and then the, the show just kind of takes on. I mean, today, what, what did we talk about? What didn't we talk about today, Tim? We talked about everything yeah, f- from third, third, third might to giants to, I mean, we, we touch a lot of things, but that's what's good about having a co a, a co a co-host. Otherwise, the show would have just been an hour long. Uh, so yeah, that was great. It was an open line. It was our. It was an actual five hour show, a coast to coast open line show, yeah, open topic. It was a beautiful one. It was awesome. So, yeah. uh, I'm glad to have new listeners, Johnny. Uh, thank you again for serving, uh, JD. Always a pleasure to have you, Jeannie. We enjoy you having you here, Je- Jeannie. What time? It- what time is it over there? It's probably like around... Yeah, what time is it there, Jeannie? I think time in London. Let me see. I, I don't know if you're in London or not, but 8 bay, my goodness, 9 in the morning. And uh, so, yeah, God bless your soul for listening. Thank you. Um, Thank you for participating. Johnny again, JD, uh, and everybody that joined us today, Cool and Good was here as well. Uh, yeah, guys, th- th- I mean... You know, I'm excited about the future of the show, and um, I thank you guys for spending five hours with us. Nine, woof, nine a.m. in the morning. Yes, uh, dude, Tim, thank you, man. Thank you so much for uh, being faithful and, uh, and joining and helping out. I appreciate it. I'm gonna look into that software you recommended, so we don't run into anything crazy. Uh, you know, again. Cool, and I'll be, 
and I'll be having a new laptop here any day, so I'll be able to have a little more to be able to do a little more too. And everybody, uh, have a a beautiful. Hope you had a beautiful Thanksgiving. Have a good uh, Friday. Black Friday. Um, Go shopping. Spend your yeah. money. Pay the. <laughs> pay your taxes. Go, go pay your yeah. Go 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 go. Now that was the one gravel. I'm not gonna get it's the one gravel I had for Thanksgiving is Black Friday, but I don't consider that Thanksgiving though. No. But you know the one consumer thing, you know. But you can get good deals. Uh, you could definitely get good deals, man. If you want to buy some. Yeah, get them now. Get, yeah. Get the deals while you can. Exactly. Now, I, got, I got a, I got a TV, uh, 50 inch for one. 48 where 148 dollars um that's by oh wow man that's and, and it's a smart tv too but i got it i went like 6 a.m last wednesday and got it oh boy I went really early yeah i scored it, a so. I, I scored some good tvs actually at uh at walmart believe it or not i got like a huge like a 75 inch tv for like 400 bucks but it wasn't a black friday but it was on sale and uh that tv sp spends great we had it for like three years i think it's been awesome but anyways, yeah, okay, so we're uh, we're about to go into our fifth hour, bro. We can that, that's awesome. Um, all right, guys. So again, thank you for joining us. Um, thank you, Tim, for co-hosting. And guys, uh, I hope you have a, a good night. Uh, sleep tight or uh, get ready to work. Thank you, and uh, God bless you guys. And thank you for listening to the show. This is Strange Days Live signing off from uh, Southern California on this Friday, November 24th, 2023. And the time is 12.54. Um, so yeah, we uh, enjoyed it and uh, thank you guys. Thank you.